0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a currently unnamed, there'll be a name by the time this goes anywhere, I'm sure, uh, podcast. We're going to be playing a Masks tabletop RPG game today for your enjoyment and my terror. Uh, Hi, I'm Nick. Uh, I'll be your GM. My pronouns are he, him. And yeah, that's where we're going with this. I'm going to throw it over to one of our players, Andy, who is our sound guy to introduce himself.
1: Hello, my name is Andy Xavier. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, I will be playing the Nova, and I am also our sound guy and editor.
2: Hi there, I am Marie Xavier. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing the Scion.
3: Hi there, I am Artemis Harpen Pease. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I will be playing the Bull.
4: Hello, uh, my name is Laura Fort. I use they, them pronouns, and I'll be playing the Doomed.
0: So that's where we are. Um, Right now, we're basically just doing our session zero character creation stuff. Um, First, we're going to, I think, start with the basic character creation. I'm going to go around the table in the same order we just went, and then uh, we're going to jump into some more specific questions that are on the playbooks for these characters If you're unfamiliar with the system, Mask is a Powered by the Apocalypse system, which basically means we have a playbook of limited but broad options that are available to each of these characters. I, as the GM, will be rolling no dice. It's wonderful. Uh, Everyone is at my whim. So, (laughs) um, and I also have given the players some very specific questions that they're going to need to answer that you're going to be able to hear about in just a couple minutes. So, Andy, why don't you start us off? Tell us about the Nova.
1: Uh, so the Nova, uh, her name is Ananis Koski. She is a, um, she is a 15-year-old girl of Finnish descent. Uh, she is white. Um, she did not always have powers. She started out as a very normal high school girl. Uh, she was a gifted student, uh, skipped a grade, so she ended up, uh, at age 15 as a junior. Uh, she very much enjoyed being on the debate team. She enjoyed scholastics. Uh, she in fact had an online persona uh, that was an activist for uh, the the sort of political, I don't know what you'd call them, affiliation uh, known as Stripes. Uh, I am still very much open to ideas on what the the name was for this persona, but I'm thinking Blue Streak is perfect.
0: Okay, I can go with Blue Streak. Uh, audience, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to let us know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will not be immediately relevant. Uh, but uh, she uh, had some family who was very much into the metahuman scene, uh, particularly her great uncle, uh, Amalaric Sakarius Iro Jokalainen was way back in Finland uh, where uh, Anais was raised in America. Uh, he was uh, a very gifted mage. He he was very much, very much a recluse. Sort of had that animosity towards a lot of the rest of the magical community. He was he was that guy who'd be like, "Ah, oh, Zambini is a hack." <laughs> uh, that sort of guy. Um, but more so than uh, than this great mage, uh, Anais just knew him as Great Uncle Jokey. Uh, so she would go to visit him every summer until one year, right around Christmas time. Uh, his personal lawyer actually approached her parents to uh, tell them that there were some conditions that Great Uncle Jokey had left in his will that if he vanished for a certain period of time, uh, his, his will and testament was to be enacted. And he had so vanished. Um, so Anais flew across the Atlantic to his observatory to go collect what she found out was her inheritance, uh, which turned out to be a library. Uh, but when she got there, uh, all she found when she entered the observatory was a single book. Uh, as soon as she opened it, the book, just filled its contents into her head. Uh, think like blazing flashes of arcane bluish purple light. Uh, whole observatory goes kaboom as she gets filled with more magic than she can control and suddenly she has uh, this ludicrous reserve of sorceress power at her disposal um, her parents end up having a heck of a time getting her back across the Atlantic because you can't put that in a pressurized tin can with other people um, end up having to like sell a lot of their stuff and downsize to raise the capital to charter her private flight back Uh, end up trying to go from school to school for a while, trying to find a place where they can settle down and eventually settle on Signal City, where they've heard has a pretty solid community for these metahumans and might actually be a place where Anais can start to fit in.
0: Cool. I see you have a ton of notes on this. Please send those to me because I have taken (laughs) zero notes on any of what you have just told me. Um... That is a fantastic backstory, way more than I expected. Uh, We will work with that. That's fantastic. Um, Tell us about what kind of moves you've chosen for this character, starting with, like, their powers. It seems like you're going sorcery.
1: Yes, absolutely. So for the Nova's Broad power set, I've chosen sorcery. Uh, The four flares that I have taken, uh, because Anais is very much going to struggle with being about 10,000 pounds of magic in a five-pound bag, uh, so I started with Reality Storm, uh, so I'll be able to engage a threat using that magic, uh, at the cost of, unless I really commit, I'm gonna end up doing a lot of collateral damage. Good. Uh, I also took Shielding, as uh, Anais likes to help, um, so she can sort of cast those magical barriers on people, mm-hmm. uh, she can, uh, I also took a move as, um, I figure she can sort of do that, like, magical levitation thing, very, like, Doctor Strange type, le- less less Superman, more Doctor Strange, or, like, Raven, that sort of levitation thing. Okay. Uh, probably also has some sort of short-range, like, teleport somewhere in her head if she can manage to call it out. Okay. Um... And finally, took boost, uh, which lets her spend uh, a burn to supercharge a teammate's uh, a teammate's roll. Because again, Anise likes to help.
0: Okay, fun. Um, so. On your sheet, you should have a couple of relationships and things like that. Do you have any of that filled out yet, or do you want to wait until after we go through everyone's characters?
1: Uh, So the one I will answer now for sure is uh, you hang out with, uh, in this case, Layla all the time to blow off steam. So she she hangs out a lot with the doomed.
0: Got it. Okay, cool. I'm sure that will end well. (laughs) It cannot end poorly at all.
1: Uh, So Anais wears, uh, in her normal day life... Uh, she dresses kind of formal. Uh, it'll usually be like a button-down shirt and a tie, a vest, a skirt, uh, some cute shoes, uh, maybe some some fun socks if she's really feeling uh, energetic that day. Uh, when she changes into her hero garb, um, it's sort of, I th- think, like low-power magical, like low-spectacle magical girl or uh, more, more like a Danny Phantom, where okay. it's just, bang, and she's in her new costume nice. and she's got like... A blue, uh, like a poncho or a shawl. Um, probably uh, hand wraps because uh, when she starts casting magic, her her veins start to glow, Ooh. and she's very self-conscious about it. Um, and definitely some leggings and tall boots for modesty's sake when she is levitating around the city.
0: Got it. Okay. Uh, this is—I mean, she's fifteen. In my game, there's no gratuitous panty shots, yes. so we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that uh, it—it the—the reason I include it is that it says something about her character that she is that aware. Yes, of
0: it. yes, and it is appreciated. But everyone has like magic skirts. Yes, <laughs> yeah, got that iron skirt, yo. Yeah, it's—it's <laughs> it's very Starfire from Teen Titans. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So I think we have a pretty good handle as to who uh our Nova is. So we're going to
2: move on to, I think, our scion, because, Marie, you are next in our order. (laughs) I am next in our order. Yeah. So I am playing Betsy Lincoln, hero named Vigil. Mm -hmm. She is the daughter of Benny Lincoln, who was um, kind of a criminal mastermind during the Bronze Age. Who was responsible for, what do we call the event?
1: Uh, The Sundancer Trials. The Sundancer
2: Trials. So this was a big controversy where money was disappearing from programs and despite being probably the big fish Benny Lincoln, Sundancer ended up taking the fall. So growing up when Betsy was really young, she was exposed to media and comic books and she really took a shine to various superheroes through the ages, really loved Golden Coyote and felt really bad about what happened to Sundancer Uh, And as a little girl, she kind of got away with it because her father was so absent for the most part from her life. The first time she ever had an inkling that something was off about her father was when she was eight years old and decided to to play the hero in her schoolyard and defend some kids getting beat up and might have taken things a little too far beating up the bullies. So she's sitting outside the principal's office and her dad comes to pick her up and her dad just congratulates her like at a girl that's how you take him down you make sure you hit him hard so they don't come at you again mm-hmm. and that was when Betsy knew that maybe her dad wasn't the hero that she wanted him to be so growing up she slowly uh got more of an idea of the kind of man he was and Never really let go of the vision she had of heroes and how they should be, but as she entered her teenage years, she started looking for some outlets to escape, and started uh, moonlighting working at um, the chop shops that her father's that her father's organization owns. So she would kind of go undercover. She wouldn't say who she was, mm-hmm. and befriended this um, kid there that. Was a troubled kid but uh just trying to make enough money to get out and when it finally blew up with her father when they finally had a fight she went to the chop shop where um her father's favorite motorcycle was being worked on oh, stole no. the motorcycle and on the way out runs into her friend okay who doesn't doesn't know who she is mm-hmm. still but no, she's stealing from them Oh no So, um, Betsy's kind of off on her own now mm-hmm. uh, Working at, effectively, a Forever 21 uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can we can call it Eternal 18 or whatever Oh, I like that, I good, like that Canon, Eternal Cannon. 18 Perfect um, She's just trying to work to make ends meet She's uh, obviously no longer at her private school Because Daddy's not paying for it anymore So she's uh, struggling to keep up with classwork um, While still trying to do some good on the side And that will probably take us to where our group comes together Okay, so I do have a very important question to put you on the
0: spot Good This is someone's really prized motorcycle that Uh you stole Cool, what was the name
2: of the motorcycle? Ooh. Ooh, I'm terrible at naming things Let's come up with them Let's see Something about, like Okay, I'm thinking it's like a beautiful, sleek black motorcycle. Okay. Um, what's a good like night theme name that's not, not that's not too edgy because we're the edgy team. <laughs> <laughs> this, this belonged to uh, Betsy's father. Yes. Who's, uh, who's Benny Lincoln?
0: Benny Lincoln. How about yeah. the Black
2: Penny? I love the Black Ooh. Penny. Ooh. <laughs> I love the Black that. Penny is hers now. And okay. I mean, she wants. I'm sure he wants it back, but um, yeah, she's changed the VIN at this point. So okay. Okay, cool. Uh, that is excellent. I can't... <laughs> again, nothing bad can
0: come of this backstory at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing bad can Nothing happen. bad can happen. So, um, Betsy is a 16-year-old white woman. She goes by she-her pronouns. Uh, she is tall, somewhat athletic, due to a lot of... Um, Kickboxing, MMA, uh, you name it, she's tried it. Uh, she, when she's working, she works at a uh, an Eternal Eighteen, as we're gonna call it. She tends to wear a lot of skirts uh, in monochromatic colors, so a lot of blacks, whites, grays. Her superhero costume is much the same. She wears a lot of um, like a one of those tactical turtlenecks with a little bit of body armor that she's definitely borrowed from somebody without. Offering to return it, Um, gloves, boots. um, She has a set of uh, goggles that she can switch modes from, like X-ray to um, like binoculars to various modes. Um, Yeah, just like just you know plot vision. (laughs) Yeah, plot vision. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're willing to tell me. Yeah, exactly. Um, So she, while her dad is kind of a mastermind and. Uh, his superpowers almost his charisma. Um, Betsy is much less uh, noticeable, and she almost likes it that way. So she has no superpowers, so to speak, but she uh does have some impressive martial arts prowess, and she's all she also she's kind of like a a low tech Batman think batman without a billion dollars like minimum wage batman no
1: no, (laughs) so no bat credit card
2: no bat credit card (laughs) no daddy cut that off daddy cut that off exactly so um she has a little workshop where, where she'll kind of macgyver um pieces of equipment and things from uh either parts again that she's borrowed with every intention of giving them back or things she's got for cheap off ebay by workshop, do you mean closet in her apartment that she's currently renting? Uh, either closet or um, the the table that she has a, a one-foot square space allotted for her plate when she eats. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the two. Okay, got it. So just the entire kitchen. The entire kitchen, right. Got it, okay. <laughs>
0: um, just as a, another follow-up question, um, while I am thinking about it, um, you – Crap, I did have another question. Damn it. Damn it! It'll come back to me. We'll get back to it. Um, you have some moves. Mm-hmm. You have some moves with
2: your with your martial arts and all that nonsense. What you got going on? Right. So uh, Betsy, like the rest of the team, is well adjusted. So um, <laughs> huh. sure, her two moves. Uh, the Scion can pick two moves. The first one is I'll show them, so when I defend someone who doesn't believe in me, I can always take influence on them, even on a miss. Mm, and nice. the other one, which shows how well-adjusted I am, is white lies. When I comfort or support someone by telling them lies they want to hear, roll plus savior, savior instead of plus mundane. Ooh.
0: Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, you are some kind of scion. <laughs> oh.
2: Daddy's little
1: girl.
2: Daddy's yep. little girl. Oh, I love it.
0: jeez. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I so you also have some relationships later. on mm-hmm. your sheet. Have you filled any of those in yet that you want to tell us about, or do you want to wait until we get to the group discussion portion? So the
2: one I'll definitely talk about now. Um, I figure it's not a physical fight, but the question here is: my parents, my parent once fought and thrashed a person. Mm-hmm. I figure that would be Sundancer because boy, um, it should be one of the. One of the players oh, one for the these players. relationships okay. uh, Who wants to get their butt kicked By Benny Lincoln Oh, Maybe we should answer this as a group We can answer that as a group um, okay. That's a fun dynamic oh. question to answer um, So we can skip
0: that until we get to The group discussion okay. section uh, So we're going to move over To our bull Artemis
3: Alright um, so I'm playing the bull uh, Her name is Catalina Nagarajan um, hero name is Alpine Moon. Um, she is a woman. She uses she, her pronouns. Um, she is of mixed Indian and, uh, Latino descent. Um, she's got battered hands, uh, typically wears casual clothing, um, with, uh, a, I've circled over the top costume, um, because, uh, she's basically a werewolf, um, where uh she does it's not like she transforms uh like during a full moon or anything she has full control over all of that um but she was uh i guess abducted uh as part of a like super soldier program where um a shady corporation tried to create like the next generation of soldiers by splicing dna onto humans Um, so she's capable of, uh, essentially wolfing out. Um, so when she's in her quote unquote costume, it's very clear that it's, that she's in, uh, not street clubs. (laughs) Um, but then, uh other than that her typical clothing is um, kind of your stereotypical uh, bisexual disaster. Um, Perfect. I think uh, slouchy beanies, um, flannel with you know sleeves rolled up, uh, cuffed dark uh, wash jeans with like beat up brown work boots. Um, definitely like that cute girl at the coffee shop that you're not sure if she's into you and that's the way she likes it. Um, so, uh, in terms of her overall abilities, like I said, she can kind of wolf out and, uh, she's really strong when she's like that. Um, she heals really quickly. So it's not that she's like invincible. It's just that she bounces back from things real easy. Um, and she was part of a, uh, of like a super soldier program for a while. So she's got the like enforced military training, um, even though that's not something that, like, she would have chosen for herself to begin with.
0: So tell me about, uh, tell me about the bull's moves and stuff.
3: Okay, well, uh, I got to choose two moves from the bull list. hmm Uh, the first one that I chose is Punch Everyone. Yeah. Whenever I charge into a fight without hedging my bets, which is probably going to be often, Mm -hmm. uh, I can shift my danger up and any other label down.
1: Sounds really uh, convoluted and not at all very straightforward.
3: Yeah, no, it's, um, (laughs) so uh, I figure this will probably let me just constantly stay dangerous. Um, because it seems like I'm probably going to be like
0: the group's bruiser. Um, It it sure sounds that way.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other move that I picked is called There When It Matters, um, and it's, uh, when I defend someone on a hit, I can hold one instead of choosing something from the list, uh, and then I can spend that hold when they're in danger later to arrive on the scene ready to help.
0: Um, I, I cannot wait for the first time you Kool-Aid man through a wall. <laughs> yeah. I love that. uh, so much. It's so thematic.
3: Um, and then, uh, there's this thing here called the bull's heart, Mm -hmm. um, which means that I have a love and a rival at all times. Um, so I can change both of those at any time. Um, I give the new subject of my affections or disdain influence over me. Um, and I take plus one ongoing to any action that impresses my love or frustrates my rival. Um, So I have decided already that my love is going to start out as Betsy and my rival is going to start out as Anais. Um, And the role that I commonly fulfill for my love or rival is a friend. So when I comfort or support my love or rival, I mark potential on a hit. And when my love or rival comforts or supports me, uh, I mark potential when they roll a hit. So it's... um, so you're just going
0: to be churning through potential is what I'm hearing. Uh,
3: potentially, yeah. Potentially. Uh, so um, that actually flows right into my relationships because the bull continues to be really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so Betsy is my love. I have opened up to her about the worst parts of my past. And Anais is my rival. Uh, she tried to control me at a crucial moment.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh. oh, we're going to talk. Yeah. talk about that. That, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go. Oh, good. Oh, yes, boy. juicy.
3: Uh, Catalina is 16 years old.
0: Oh, thank you for mentioning that. That was actually a question I had. So I have a 16-year-old, another 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 16-year-old. And a 16-year-old. So you're the babby, Andy. Yep.
1: I, I mean, Anais has, has struggled with always being the babby since she skipped a grade. Yeah, oh,
2: perfect. Sweet. All right. Birthday um, episode Next he looks at all of you the same Birthday episode
0: Birthday episode Birthday episode Alright cool So <laughs> uh, Dialing us back in I think We are all set with the bull And I know that Laura Is sitting there Shaking with anticipation So I'm going to stall For another moment No <laughs> No it's fine Go ahead Okay, okay. Moment over <laughs>
4: all right. Tell us about the doomed I'm playing Layla Her hero name is Lilith Um So how I'm envisioning Layla is that Layla's parents are part of a secret society that, with your permission, Nick, I'd like to name the Curators.
0: I'm writing it down.
4: Okay. Go. Um,
0: and we now have a secret society named the Curators. Dun, dun, dun. Um, her parents are part
4: of a secret <laughs> society known as the Curators, and essentially the, the Curators' jobs are essentially the secure, contain, protect of magical artifacts, magical items. they basically hunt down and and like put away where they're safe and study these artifacts and I'm'm I'm thinking that this this society is a mix of powered and non-powered individuals. I'm getting very Indiana Jones. it belongs in a museum vibes Very very much. so I actually based them on the librarians um just basically this idea of their job is essentially, because um, I think we'd established in the world-building session that there are just caches of magical items all over the world, some of which grant powers. And so Layla was kind of, like, jet-set all over the world growing up, uh, homeschooled, um, didn't interact with a lot of people her own age, um, as her parents um, just, just took her around the world hunting down these objects and and basically taking care of them. And so... Uh, one day, or I'm I'm not sure if this is it, how how long she has known this person. It might be a childhood friend. I haven't solidified this yet, but um, there is another another person her age, a boy named Wyatt, who I think is actually like uh, the son of a family friend of her parents. And Wyatt is he's he's handsome and he's charming and he's <laughs> ambitious. He has a lot of ideas for how they can be. Be better curate a better generation of curators than than their parents, and Layla, of course, just um, you know, first boy to look at her twice falls for him immediately, and um, the two of them find or acquire what I'm envisioning as what find or acquire what I'm envisioning as a dagger that's been essentially caked in in clay that's turned to cement. Okay. And it's got some sort of strange writing on it. Layla decodes it and finds out that it is a binding spell. That this this dagger is a vessel for something. Wyatt convinces her to unbind it, thinking that it will give them uh, some kind of power to, to, again, be better curators. Okay. Convinces her to unbind it. Um, so late it's it's late at night her and her and wyatt sneak into like some some location a field somewhere and essentially do this this strange unbinding ritual that she decoded off of this off of this weird dagger no harm ever came no from reading, reading a dagger no harm ever came of reading a dagger and what they unleash is a demon it quickly becomes apparent that they have called up something they can't put down and Wyatt essentially throws her to this demon and runs. Okay. So she becomes possessed by this demon that I have actually named. Oh, good. Um, the demon's name is Xyluriel.
0: Oh, you're gonna have to spell that. So the spelling I was handed was Z-I-L-U-R-I-E-L. Yes? Yes, yes cool. that
4: is correct. Um. So Layla has become possessed by this demon. Yep. And it is through this this demon that she is getting her powers. Um, I'm very much imagining that. Or, well, here let me let me go into the powers she gets from that. Yeah. Um, and describe her physically. Yeah, do that. So she is a 16 year old girl. She is average height. She's slender. Um, pre-possession, she had very pale blonde hair. Okay. If this is not too edgy. Uh, being possessed bleached her hair bone white. Too edgy, five me. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm leaning into the fact that this is edgy. I'm Super goth. The, I'm playing the doom. She's actually a soft goth. That's okay. that's the uh, the kind of aesthetic I've imagined for mm-hmm. her. Is is like pre possession was like black knit sweater, uh, plaid skirt, fishnets, combat boots. Um, post possession, her, um, casual non-hero wear, she actually wears a large, a large dark hoodie and leggings. Okay. Um, because she very much wants to almost hide away from this. Sure. So, um, her hero costume is more of just, um, just a little, a little bit cooler, almost marginally cooler. It's just a, Long black, like long sleeved dress with combat boots. Okay. Um, Nito. Yeah. Um, the her powers that she gets from this demon are telekinesis, memory manipulation. Okay. And vitality absorption.
0: Ooh. Okay.
4: I was actually, I would love to talk to you about how, how, how do you, how does vitality absorption work? Are you a
0: vampire? You're, you're kind of a vampire. I, Um, how, how does vitality absorption work?
4: I was imagining that it is a self-heal. If she is injured, she can draw energy from someone else to heal herself.
0: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But how do you activate this power? Is it a vampire bite? Is it rogue touching skin to
4: skin? I,
0: is it a ritual you do that you sacrifice oh like woodland oh creatures? Shit, Jesus, <laughs> um,
4: uh, I was actually I was actually thinking that both manep- manem- memory menemen- anemone. Menem-
1: <laughs> That's staying in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the memory manipulation is, uh, and both the memory manipulation and the vitality absorption are through touch. Okay. She needs to skin-to-skin contact
0: touch Got it person, Um which
4: helps if you have telekinesis. It
0: does help. Um, so another follow-up question, are these voluntary things or are these involuntary things because they're from the demon? So- How edgy do you want to get? How I've
4: been imagining this is the demon can fully take her over and control her if it wants to, but- the demon is actually more interested in convincing her to do it herself. Okay. This actually ties into what I was thinking for her nemesis. Her nemesis is an even bigger, scarier demon who I have not named, but uh, we can we can brainstorm that. If you if if any listeners have a suggestion <laughs> for the bigger, scarier demon, I'm all ears. Um, the how I how I imagine this is that. Before Xyluriel was sealed in this dagger, Xyluriel made a wager with this other demon that he could... He... Or they, actually. I'm giving... I'm making a making a choice, and this demon has they them pronouns. Um, Xyluriel does, or the bigger, badder demon? Both. What is gender to an infernal being? Got it. Okay. Um, the... Xyluriel made a wager with this archdemon that they could corrupt... I'm gonna say around hundred souls in a certain time period. Um, okay. And right before right before they accomplished they had 99 right before they accomplished this <laughs> goal, uh, they were trapped in this dagger. Okay. so Layla is the hundredth soul. trapped soul. <laughs> yeah, right I'm getting bad soul Good. later
3: vibes as well. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one.
4: I realized it as I said it, I'll up it to a thousand souls. Nah, dude, nah yeah. dude. No, nah, no, nah, it's great. fine, it's fine. And a hundred one cat soul. And <laughs> one cat soul. Yeah, Layla. No, um yep. so if it can corrupt Layla's soul, it gets um enormous power from this archdemon. And it gets to keep Layla's body. If um if it does not manage to corrupt Layla's soul by by whatever whatever deadline um, the archdemon will come and eat it, and uh, and Layla, and Layla, Layla, yeah, Layla okay. will be Layla's body and soul will be forfeit.
0: Got it. Okay, interesting.
4: Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, interesting. Okay, and so when this uh, was, sorry,
0: just to just to back up, I like that as the doom that that's what's hanging over yeah. you. Um. As far as the nemesis, I actually am getting another thing that I would like to slot in there that I'm yes. not going to tell you about right now, because that's my prerogative.
4: Okay, that's fine. Because
0: that, that sounds great for the overarching doom, but the nemesis should be someone a little more mortal. Ooh. So I'm, okay. I, I've am i got some ideas there.
4: Okay. Okay. So you want me to come up with, with a- No, with
0: a I'm going thing. to come up with your nemesis. That's my job. Da oh. da
4: Okay, cool. I'm gonna mark a big old question mark under my nemesis. Yeah, you don't know your nemesis. I don't know yet. my nemesis, but uh, thank you for allowing yeah. me to keep the overarching doom.
0: Yeah, I love the overarching doom. It sounds great. Cool. Um, cool. So, cool. along with um, like we, we do still need a name for the big bad demon guy uh person entity um so yeah we're gonna brainstorm some names and maybe our listeners all two of you are going <laughs> <laughs> hi kate uh, <laughs> uh are going to you know give us some cool names um so in addition so you have your abilities that you get from your demon but let's now talk about your moves what cool stuff do you do
4: um, are you talking about my I'm talking about your your or my doom? Sanctum?
0: Yeah, your doom stuff.
4: Okay, let's, t- let's doom me. Doom doom. Do- I'm gonna sing the doom song. No, um, you're not. No, I'm not
0: not on mic. No, I won't. It's copywritten. I won't.
4: <laughs> um but uh But the doom sign that I am choosing to hold at character creation is dark visions. Okay, nice. So I can mark my doom track to have a vision about the situation at hand. After the vision, I can ask uh, our wonderful. GM a question, mm-hmm. and he will answer it honestly. Um, okay. Yes, so, and, oh, and um, the things that bring my doom closer, the yeah. things that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. cause me to mark my doom track are injuring, innocence, and frightening loved ones.
0: Oh, good. We're in team collateral damage. This is going to be great. Yeah,
4: awful. we are. <laughs> I mean, I figure corrupting corrupting her soul that's, like, mm. those are those are the big the big things, is is getting her to use her powers for yeah. nefarious purposes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and like I said, is the demon, while he can physically, con- they can physically control her, they're more interested in getting her to do the thing.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. So you also have a sanctum I do. with this.
4: Now, the backstory that I am coming up with is that after Layla was possessed, she tried to go to her parents for help. And her, she tried, like... I'm pretty sure Wyatt ran immediately to whoever is the head of the curators and tattled on her. And made it seem like, you know, it was all her. It all Layla's doing. Yes, she did clearly. this terrible thing. Yes.
0: Man, boys ain't shit.
4: Boys ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, boys ain't shit. We are, we are team all-girl, and I'm happy with that, but... Oh,
0: man, we do have a Valkyrie squad. Yeah, we do, yeah. right?
4: So, um... So, um, her parents, basically their immediate reaction was, we are sending you away. Okay. We are sending you to, basically they had like, like kind of a manor house in Signal City that they weren't living in because they've been jet setting all around the world with Layla. And it's essentially their personal vault of magical items. It is a, just a old, old Victorian style house. Um, if you want to envision the house from Charmed. Um, Okay That's kind of what I'm thinking Um, And Just throughout the house In various like Cases on bookshelves Under drop cloths in the basement Wherever they could find adequate storage Is um, Just Magical artifacts, relics That have been collected by Layla's parents Okay So the three features (laughs) Are um, obviously, a scattering of ancient relics, mm-hmm. a library of valuable tomes, okay, and a containment system, okay. I've been thinking of that containment system as the null room, okay. It is a place where it just kind of shuts off shuts off magic, shuts off powers. okay. um if Layla is in the null room, the demon can talk to her, but it can't um control her, okay.
0: so this is literally. Where Layla is guaranteed to have control over her own actions. Yes. Got it. Cool. Um, and you ha- also have some relationships on there. It looks like you have one filled out. Do you want to talk about uh, that now yes. or do you want to wait?
4: Um. Well, I'll talk about the one I have filled out. Um, okay. Uh, Layla has told Anais all about her doom and the danger she's in. Sure. Anais okay. is the one. Now, uh, the next question uh, I haven't picked yet. It's... You would love to kiss blank before your doom comes. Excellent. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're just getting finger points everywhere. This is
0: great (laughs) podcasting. (laughs) Uh, Um... We'll discuss that, I think, in the group discussion yeah. format.
1: What, what what is the sound effect we want to put on finger pointing? Oh n- nothing. <laughs> nothing. I right. just want to point
0: out that it's finger pointing and call it great podcasting.
3: <laughs> I know podcast. I know what I'm doing. When I'm not saying shit, I'm purposely not saying shit. I'm gonna call your shit out.
0: <laughs> all right. Um so We're going to now get into... I gave everyone some fairly pointed questions in addition to the backstory questions on their sheets. Pointed? I
1: don't know what you could possibly mean. (laughs)
0: Leading questions. (laughs) Uh, Because I also like other tabletop systems, and one of my favorites is Dread, which uses this as their entire character creation mechanic. So once again, uh, I am going to start with Andy, because we're just going in the order around the table that I have arbitrarily decided we're going in. Uh, So, Andy, here's your questions, and you're going to tell me the answers, because I know you probably have paragraphs of them, but you're going to sum up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually going to try to be uh, as concise as possible with these.
0: Thank you. So, your immense powers often bring you into the spotlight, for better or worse. How do you handle the attention, noting that the attention is not to the same level as the star, which is another playbook, would receive?
1: Uh, Anais is chronically shy.
0: Okay. And
1: and more so since she feels vulnerable and is now like worried around uh, about being around large crowds because she has trouble controlling her magic. So, like, the more attention, the more people looking at her, the more she just wants to become Mm. the corner and try to wallflower out, and it never
0: works. Never, ever works. Perfect. Um, So, next question. Someone outside the team is jealous of your power. Who is it? Your character may or may not know in game That this person exists
1: So here's here's the fun part uh, I'm actually going to tie this into One of the questions on The Nova's playbook okay. The question being who outside the team helps you control Your powers Ooh. Because this is going to be the same person Good. So uh, Great Uncle Jokey And Anais knows this much uh, At one point had An apprentice who was His grandson mm-hmm. And uh, said grandson uh, during the event we came up with uh, during world building during the walkout uh, the grandson and great uncle jokey parted ways and uh, originally it was supposed to be, uh, Anais does not know this, but originally the grandson was supposed to inherit this book and these powers.. Ooh. But when he stormed out during the walkout, he re-wrote Joe, the he rewrote the will. Oh good. So now Anais, who has no training and mm-hmm. no apprenticeship, has all these powers. And here comes, uh, we're gonna name him Henrik Velstadt. Uh, okay. he, here comes her cousin uh, to help her, uh, to totally altruistically help her control these powers. Mm-hmm. And, and just coming into her life with all this concern, and she has no idea that she's jealous, uh, that, that he's jealous. She just thinks the world of him.
0: Good. Excellent. So I love that.
1: Here is your off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, and my last question for you... Was what element slash relic slash other force can negate your power, and for how long your character is not aware of this limitation?
1: Uh, so I actually have three answers for you. Oh, one, Jesus. Okay. One that, one that she is aware of, two that she is very, very not aware of. Okay. Uh, she there is uh, able to do a ceiling circle that can that she can intentionally seal her own powers, but only as long as she's standing in it. Okay. Uh, this is because anytime she's not actively focusing on controlling that magic, the spells start casting themselves. Okay. So before she figured out how to do this, every time she fell asleep, it was Magic City. Okay, great. Uh, so that's the one she knows about. The two she does not know about is, one, she is not aware that the Null Room can contain the magic. Okay. And two... Uh, she is not aware that there is absolutely a ritual that uh, can put the spells from her head back in the book.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm sure Henrik will never find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never.
1: Never, ever.
0: Okay. Awesome!
3: I see the potential for a depowered costume change in your future. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's and, exciting. And I will like slip in there. I like I. am not sure how up I'd be for like you are now permanently depowered, change playbooks. But I'm absolutely up for Rayana Yeast loses her magic arc.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. yeah! Everyone's gonna lose their powers at some point. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, but Betsy can't lose her powers. You're gonna She's... get some powers then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the
4: would, GM giveth and the GM taketh would, away. Would you
0: like some powers? Starting okay. Now. Okay. Oh,
4: wait, would I? Hear me out. Hear me
0: out. The Scion gets all of the powers from the rest of the team.
4: Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Just a werewolf wizard. Hey, werewolf kids? wizard demon. O-
1: would you like some magic?
0: <laughs> Boy, would I. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Now that I've said it, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, moving on, though, we are going to move on to Marie because you're next mm-hmm. in the circle. Uh, so my first question for you was: You said slash did something awful to your supervillain parent parentheses s parents, mm-hmm. parents. when you left parents. And you make me sound great. Don't, don't just leave that in. That's fine. What was it? I'm assuming we're talking about the motorcycle incident
2: or is there oh, something yes. else? Okay. No, uh, Betsy probably never said anything to her dad. Okay. She just stole his bike and left. Amazing. And him being who he is had all of the, uh, CCTV footage to find out what she done. So good. <laughs> all of it. Okay.
1: okay. So, so I have a pitch for you. Yeah. Uh, we were thinking of this motorcycle as Black Penny, mm-hmm. uh, or do, would you say that this instant of stealing the motorcycle has stuck around like a bad penny?
0: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Rocks fall. Andy's character dies. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so cool. Uh, I do actually have a follow up question about the motorcycle. This is a very expensive motorcycle for your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is this like the Bat Cycle? Or is this just a souped up motorcycle? I think
2: it's just a souped-up motorcycle. Is it now the bat cycle? It's now the bat cycle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Betsy cycle. Betsy has the bat cycle. The okay, got it. We're calling uh, it that. So question
0: two. There is one major hero in town who specifically hates your family and thinks you cannot be redeemed. Who is it? Uh, Golden Coyote. Uh, Yeah, Golden Coyote makes
2: perfect sense.
1: (laughs) For for the benefit of our listeners, uh, Golden Coyote is the Golden Age uh, original sort of uh, big hero of the time who was also the hero to which Sundancer was apprenticed.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you, narrator. Uh, And my last question... Who in particular would you never want to know who your parent is? This can be a member of the team or an NPC. Your choice.
2: Uh, All right. So there's two individuals I was considering. Okay. One being sort of on the team, which would be uh, Anais's internet persona. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. This influencer that kept uh, really trying to promote the stripes, Mm -hmm. Betsy Followed this influencer and okay. really looked up to them. Yeah, and Betsy would be mortified if this person knew who she was and mm-hmm. knew where she came from. I'm and,
1: so about this, and
2: <laughs> doesn't know that this is Anais's
0: <laughs> yes. blog blog sona Yes, got it. I'm
1: absolutely gonna lean into that and say uh, Anais never like <laughs> her face was never on this. She always like kept her personal life separate from this persona.
2: It was a safety thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And the other being this poor kid that used to work at one of the chop shops that confronted Mm -hmm. Betsy as she was stealing Black Penny. Okay. So
0: Just thinks that she's a motorcycle thief, doesn't realize necessarily. Okay.
2: Oh, just thinks that she's a motorcycle thief and probably got an idea from her clothes that she was a little bit... Uptown, okay, um, and probably resents her for that. I don't know. He's okay. your character. You could have fun. Cool. What's this kid's name? Oh, good idea. Um, I was thinking Jake. I like
0: Jake. Mm-hmm. Cool, Jake. Uh, he works at Eternal Eighteen, or Chop Chop, or whatever. I work at Eternal. You 18. work at Eternal Eighteen. He works at the Chop Shop. I mm-hmm. know what I'm doing. I'm a great GM.
4: Artemis, you need a you need a rowdy rough boy in your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pull up the questions for Artemis. is what I need to do.
2: Oh I got one more though. I thought that was the last question. Oh no that you were right. Sorry. Yeah. I just want more attention.
1: Time code.
2: <laughs> no, you can leave that in. I'll no, leave that in, Andy. Uh
0: so talking about the bull, mm-hmm. let's talk about Catalina. So Catalina, when you were created, were you kidnapped or did you volunteer? Why did they choose you? Uh so I'm thinking that uh I
3: was kidnapped. Um, and I think that I was, uh, maybe chosen as a, like, bargaining chip originally. Um, I like the idea of, uh, my mom being, like, some kind of, uh, like, high-profile comics geneticist. Um, so they, they needed, like, her to be in on the project, but they couldn't like convince her because it was super unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead they just uh, kidnapped me and forced her to work on it. Um, and then it, and then they just used me as like a test subject anyway, cause I was already there. Oh
0: snap. That's rude. Okay. Uh, so that dovetails, I think pretty neatly into my second question to you, which was who in your family knows what happened to you and how has this changed your relationship with them?
3: Um. So uh, I think, both of my parents know to some degree what happened to me. Um, uh, I think that, uh, my dad is another, probably some kind of scientist, uh, but I'm not sure. Um.
0: I like biologists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um. And, uh, no, you know what? Let's make him a, uh, like, a professor of, uh, philosophy.
0: Okay. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah.
1: Ooh.
3: Yeah, okay. Um.
1: How's that class on ethics skeleton? Yeah,
3: right? Um, and, uh, so they both know that, like, I got kidnapped for this program, and then they know that I ended up as, like, one of the test subjects. Um, I think that they, like, tried to call the, like, organization's bluff. And um, they weren't bluffing. So then they're like, all right, like, we're going to use your kid as a test subject now. Um, Yeah, right. So um, I think uh, I like the idea of um, like the project having been lasting for a while and me being like separated from my parents. So I'm in a foster system now and my foster parents don't know what happened to me. My real parents do, but uh, like we can't find each other for some reason. And it could be that, like, maybe they're dead, maybe they're imprisoned, maybe it's just that we've been in multiple, we've been in separate places for long enough that they just literally couldn't keep track of me because bad things.
1: Okay. I'm sure we will never find out.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, So, my last question for you is, uh, I think partially answered. Was anyone else changed along with you? And tell me a little about them if so. Okay.
3: So, uh, other people were definitely changed. Um, I think that they used, uh, probably people of like a variety of ages and, uh, excuse me, a variety of ages and, um, probably like nationalities, you know, they were trying to figure out exactly how best to do this super soldier program. Um, And uh, there are plenty of like adults who were subjected to it. And I think um, that there's probably other people who ended up uh, kind of reintegrating back into society without too much of an issue. They essentially just will never use their powers. Um, But I could absolutely see there also being um, people that are that were, like, are scarred by this, or people who decided to use their newfound powers for villainy, etc. Um... Yeah, so I think uh it kinda runs the gamut, but if you ever need uh any kind of animal related hero or villain, uh you could absolutely hook them up <laughs> to this particular uh super soldier program. It's very uh, very Batman Beyond. Right? I was yeah, say, yeah, very Batman Beyond I was in gonna that.
4: say very uh Full Metal Alchemist. It's oh yeah, no, <laughs> for real.
3: Uh Full Metal Alchemist, the um the like uh war chimeras, um mm-hmm. that are like people, uh definitely was a large influence. Um yeah. So I, I got a
1: quick question for the table. Do, does anyone on this team, do their biological parents not know what they're doing? The as, n- as the G.F. <laughs> <or he's laughs> <or he's> <laughs> a-
0: <laughs> my mom has no idea that I'm here. <laughs>
4: uh, I mean, mm, we'll get to that. I'm sure we'll get to
3: that. Yeah, I, I think to answer that question, my parents don't know that I do heroing. Um, Yet correct they don't so i'm going to say that uh when the game starts my biological parents do not know that i do heroing they will probably find out eventually especially because like i'm effectively like you know a london werewolf in Mm, new york you know that kind of thing um so i imagine that uh, anybody who knows what the program was could probably find me Uh, Without too, too much of an issue Especially uh, If I get too flashy With my appearances
2: Excellent
0: Uh, Cool, thank you We're going to move on uh, to our Last but not least character Mm -hmm. Our (laughs) doomed Layla So my first question for you Is what three artifacts Do you have in your sanctuary That the team should know about But don't (gasps) And where did you get them?
4: Okay. Um, so, the first artifact is definitely one that's in, like, the highest level of protection this house has for its artifacts. Um, this was probably, this is probably my parents' prized find. Okay. Um. What is it? It is. I am not actually sure what it looks like, but I know what it does. Okay. And, um, sure. We'll start there. Uh, I actually have to credit Andy for coming up with this because this was, you know, at like one in the morning when I'm like, how am I going to answer Nick's questions?
0: It's stupid. O'clock. And I understand.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and Andy goes, "Ooh, why don't you come? Why don't you have something that can undo us a- any singular moment in time? Ooh, any single decision." And it can only be used once, ever. Um, okay. One one thing this thing can undo.
1: It, it is your big red button.
4: I'm actually okay. naming it the honor. The honor. The honor, which um, I I just like. Okay. Um Uh,
0: cool. So let's put this to the table. Yeah. What does this thing look like? Um. Hmm.
3: I like. The, oh.
1: Go
4: ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I almost like the idea of it literally being like a red button in a box like it doesn't even that's, that's a little that's too a... on the nose yeah. for okay. ancient
0: artifacts
3: uh, so I was thinking that maybe it is a uh, like one of those tuning forks oh that's way better yeah and so you hit it and like you maybe think about the thing that you want to undo or maybe you say it aloud we can maybe figure out the specifics like speak it into yeah but you speak it into into it and it
0: and and then you slap
3: it against something or something yeah and so i think i think what happens is you you hit it you speak into it however you want to alter reality and then you hit it again and it will like the vibrations uh, or the tone gets louder and louder, and they kind of spread out amongst the omniverse. Resonates through time. Yeah, it resonates through time and space. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, it like shatters afterward. So yeah. like it's cle- like you know that it got used. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know that it existed. It doesn't like wink itself out of existence. It just like breaks and can't be fixed.
0: Okay, cool. Perfect. I Thank you. I really like that. So that's our Thank first you. artifact. What is our second artifact? Our
4: second artifact is, um, I'm imagining a box with a crank. It kind of looks like a jack-in-the-box, but the crank is on top. Okay. And you can use this crank to basically soup up, mega soup up your powers. It is a power enhancement tool. Okay. Um, it will just exponentially, like, what you can do, it just explodes it. Okay. Okay. I, I see Andy making so many faces right now, and I'm, I'm real excited about it. It's great. The price. There is a price. Yes, there's always a price. All
3: magic comes with a price. It. Please don't sue us.
4: <laughs> it burns you out, essentially. You can't use your powers again. Either Ooh. for. I. Either for, like. Depending on how hard you cranked. Like, because yep. the harder you yep, cranked, yep, 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 the, yep. The, the greater your power increase.
2: Well, again, fortunately, Betsy doesn't have powers.
4: <laughs> I think it might actually enhance Betsy's like natural like fighting ability. Yes. if we we're going to go this way. Cool. But, however, it um, if you if you turned it very very fast and a lot of times, um, then uh, you will get a greater power boost. But you will not have access to your powers again for a longer period of time. If you do this too hard, you might never use your powers again.
0: I have a follow up question. Yeah. What happens if you turn the crank the other way?
4: You don't have to answer that right now. Yeah, let's just think about it.
1: <laughs> let's play to find out. Yeah, let's yes. play to find out.
4: I don't have a name for this, but it is just okay. A crank that will that will crank up your powers. Okay. However, again, cost is yeah burnout. You can't if you okay like anywhere from a couple weeks to never. Okay. Um,
0: follow up question on mm-hmm. both of these since I forgot to ask. Where do both of these originate from? Like, not uh, not that they came from your parents. Where did your parents find them?
1: Ooh, I so for the for the for the crank that enhances your powers. What if uh, what if it's not necessarily a box? What if it's literally like an Archimedean screw?
4: I've never seen one of that. I've never seen
0: that. Um, know. it's basically a wide corkscrew type thing in usually a sleeve that they use to pull water up from a well.
4: Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe
2: at the this... museum of science—it's real cool. Okay, they're so... they're very nifty. So maybe
4: this thing is like some oh god—they probably got like unearthed this from like an archaeological dig in like Rome or something.
0: Yeah, like one of those okay. like
1: unexplainable like nobody knows who made this ancient Greek super machinery that yeah. does this cool thing. Yeah,
0: it was aliens. It was aliens.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna uh... say it was aliens,
0: but <laughs> I'm saying it's aliens. Uh, so and the tuning fork—where uh, uh... did that guy come from?
4: It is definitely like. Ooh. This, I almost imagine this is a thing that has been, like, passed around, like, on the magical black market for a long time. Like, there are, like, people have. have spent millions bu- trying to buy this.
1: Probably <laughs> assassinating each other. For Pro- yeah.
4: Everything. Oh, and you've got it. Great. <laughs> I'm sure no harm could come from. All right. This. I will.
0: I will come up with the backstory for this thing then. Yeah. Since we're doing that, I'm just going to put a couple dollar signs here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And what's our last artifact?
4: The last artifact is um the dagger that once contained the demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That now has a shard of Layla's soul in it.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you that one. No, you did not. Okay. <laughs> oh no.
1: Wowzers. Yeah.
2: Everything's fine. We're all gonna be fine. Truly, okay. Uh the,
1: the the fourth and greatest artifact.
2: You went oh, hard. Yes. The fourth and greatest
4: artifact is of course the gurgle cod.
0: It is the gurgle cod. It's one it, for those who are not in the room with us, it is a gurgle fish pitcher that you get. Wait,
4: wait.
0: Yeah, it makes that noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, so that was question one. That was question one. Question two, uh, which which was partially answered earlier, is who else was around when you became doomed?
4: How do they view you
0: now? So the this is Wyatt only, kid. Yeah, right? the only
4: person who was physically present when this happened was Layla's now ex Wyatt. I don't think she ever formally broke up with him, but... um, It was
1: implied. Like uh, throwing someone (laughs) to a demon is pretty solid closure.
4: Yeah. Um, But um, he was was the only one physically present. I feel like Wyatt looks at Layla with this weird mixture of, like, pity, but also... Like, cause he is an ambitious guy. He kind of is still looking at how can I use this. Okay. And I feel like Wyatt also definitely thinks he's a great guy. Wyatt like thinks like like he he, he might say he cares about Layla, but he's not actually doing anything to show it. Um, what an asshole! Yeah, big All old, right. big old douche canoe. He, big
0: old douche canoe. He
4: like yeah. He definitely thinks he's a nice guy and that um. <laughs> Trademark symbol. Yeah, he is a nice guy. <laughs> trademark symbol. Okay. He thinks he th- he thinks he has Layla's best interests at heart, even though he more than anything kind of looks down on her now. Okay. Um. And but definitely is still looking for a way to to, to use her. Uh, I'm sure nothing bad can come of this. He'll never appear again. What are you talking about? Oh. Um. Um. And um. um cool. Her. her well, her parents were not directly present. They are. Very concerned for her They shipped her out pretty immediately Mm -hmm. Um For what she thinks is shame She thinks they're ashamed of her Um But is probably More accurately that they want to Protect her from Whoever the director of the curators is Um Because he knows about it Because Wyatt ran immediately and told Mm -hmm. him Um And he absolutely is looking at her As now um,
1: An exotic curio
4: yeah, For the he's, collection he's, he's absolutely now looking at her okay. as, as as now a thing That he has to secure, contain, and protect
0: Okay, which dovetails I think neatly into my last question for mm-hmm. you Which is, what cult or religion Is also interested in you This group is not your nemesis But you are not sure if they're helpful or not
4: I was absolutely thinking of the curators More is answering the question From, from the backstory list mm-hmm. Of Who outside your team is crucial to defeating your nemesis? I think, like, she's absolutely going to need the curator's help for that. But I was thinking, because you said specifically cult or religion.
0: I did say cult or religion. You did say that very
4: specifically, and the curators are more of a secret society. Fair, Um, okay. I mean, I would also,
0: I would have allowed that as an answer, but you're right. I did say cult or religion, so let's talk. uh, What cult or religion
4: wants you? I love to think that there is a cult in service to the archdemon not uh, not specifically to Xyluriel but they do know of him they think he's a little bitch they 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 think he's a little bit they're they're like you work for our boss okay um
0: you are like laterally the same rank as us dude you don't got you don't control
1: basically, us basically
4: like they know of him yeah. He doesn't have. They are. I keep saying him for this demon, but I do want to. I do. I, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll
1: get there. We'll
4: get there. Um, Andy, make us sound great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
4: edit all pronouns. I'll just,
1: I'll just record Fakes one. It. One very flat they, and just put that over every time. You
0: know what? That would be hysterical, <laughs> but a lot of work. I won't make you do that.
4: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I. I. Okay. I, the. The idea of this. This cult in service to not Xylorial, but the arch that is. Okay Basically coming for Layla's soul Even if Xyluriel doesn't win out Okay
0: Okay Interesting Do you have a name for this cult? No Okay (laughs) (laughs) Alright, cool I will come up with a name for the cult Cult name go We'll figure it out Um, Cool So now uh, we're gonna I think we can now finally Move into the group discussion portion of this and answer the other outstanding questions. Um, so we're going to be careful not to talk over each other. Uh, so raise your hand before you start
1: talking, please. Do we want to start with like outstanding relationships and influence and then move on from there?
0: Uh, yeah, I kind of like that. Let's do that. And then we can start talking about it. Uh, I'm going to point at Andy to start us off for outstanding relationships since that's the order cool. we've been doing everything in.
1: Uh, so so I'd actually love to uh, to tie this in with, uh, with Artemis, with, with Catalina, because the question is you once hurt blank when you lost control of your powers. Uh, now you had pointed out that Anaïs once tried to control Catalina in a, in a crucial moment. Uh, I'm thinking this will probably tie into uh, the team coming together. But there was a, a moment in there when Anaïs uh, like she charges up her powers and she can feel, oh no, I overdid it, and she and she turns to Catalina and like. You need to leave right now. And Catalina, being the bull, is like, Psh, "You don't own me." And He's like, "No, no, you don't get it. This is good. And then just a bang, and it's this giant magical explosion, and she accidentally hurts Catalina, uh, throwing her. Nice.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm down to that. I, I think um, so. I think what probably happened was uh, like the order of things is that uh, Anaïs like accidentally blew up. Um, and her Catal- Catalina, like, for a little while, because Catalina, like, heals pretty quickly. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's, like, how she's able to just, like, constantly, you know, fight all day, essentially. Um, and then later on, like, Anais needed, like, was like, oh, man, like, control is very important, and tried to control Catalina, um, like, after having exploded on her own. um, <laughs>
4: There was some projection going on? I I think so. I
3: think think at least that's the way that um, Catalina sees it. Uh, It's probably that Catalina was absolutely out of control. Um, But uh, she probably thought that it had to do more with uh, Anais, like, projecting her own uh, control issues.
1: Cool. And I absolutely imagine, like... Sure, sure, Catalina was like physically hurt a little, but the much bigger blow was like Catalina's ego When Mm -hmm. when, like there's this newsreel footage of the team fighting and you watch the bully like Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, there's uh, the news footage
3: just like it It has to like go in slow-mo to show like, you know, frame by frame how she goes because otherwise it's just too fast
4: They probably repeated, they were probably like, no, let's back it up and play that again Okay, but in
0: like in the actual comic book of this, it actually is not a two-page spread It's basically a three-page spread, (laughs) so like like the first two pages are definitely the cool two-page spread yeah. of like the bull getting it just blasted out of there. But then you flip the page and she's still.
2: Gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely.
1: Flip like one of the pages like a wall that she like Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's actually a meme now. So. Oh, yeah, YouTube oh, no. No. is just like
1: people that have been editing forward and back Oh yeah. Oh, and Anna Yeast feels terrible.
0: It's definitely this. one of those oh. gifs that Reddit has just like put yeah. all sorts of weird captions <laughs> on. Oh, absolutely. Like it's a temple. Some people yeah. use it as a reaction gif. Yeah,
2: like.
3: yeah. I think um, I think at this point, uh, Catalina herself
2: uses it as a reaction gif. Um. Amazing. Betsy is very careful to lock her screen anytime Catalina comes in, and not because she's watching anything on Oh, definitely not. So
1: while we're on the subject of memes, I, I've got to ask. Does Alpine Moon take Moon Moon memes very seriously? Oh, uh, I think she. I think um, at one point,
3: I uh, she got like asked something to that effect, like in a in like an interview, and um, just very seriously, uh, like or at least serious seeming, like while she's all like wolfed out, she's like, Moon
1: Moon is my persona. <laughs> <laughs> I love her already. Amazing. <laughs>
4: Alright, cool. I am officially marking down Alpine Moon as the one that Layla would love to kiss someday.
0: Ooh,
1: excellent. Moving on. Oh boy. So So uh, influence.
0: Yes. Yeah, let's talk about your influence.
1: Uh so influence, I've got two options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy facade or locked down. Um I don't I, I definitely don't see Anais as being like locked down. She is not like the super serious one. She is not going to just, like, withdraw from these new friends that she's made. Right. Um, so I'm definitely going to go with Happy Facade. Okay. Uh, I don't picture that being, like, Starfire levels of, like, Chipper all the time. Just, like, she's clearly struggling a lot more than she lets on. Tara. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a much better comparison, yeah. Okay. Um, so
0: who are you giving influence of yourself too. So here's the fun part.
1: I give influence to three people. Oh. So every, you get influence, and you get influence, and you get influence. You all get influence. Excellent. If
0: people want to write this down somewhere that they got influence over an ice.
2: Uh Betsy will be very responsible with this newfound influence. That, that's a no lie. That's, that's she a white lie. Yeah.
0: yeah no. uh, you may want to write that with uh, wet erase because that's probably not going away for a while. That's the dry erase marker. Oh. The wet erase ones. Yeah, that's that's the wet erase. It's the expo ones. Sponsored by.
3: <laughs> oh, snap. Are these different colored beads? That way we know who we have influence over. I mean,
0: there's also, like, white space on these
3: sheets. You well, can yeah, use. I wrote it down, too, because, like, we're gonna, okay. you know, yeah. things, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. Uh, so, we've done that. So, moving
2: on to our scion, Vigil. Yes, Vigil. okay, so, Betsy. All right, Aramis, all right, hear me out. How do you feel about Catalina's horrible program she was in being one of the many shell organizations owned by Benny Lincoln? How do you uh, feel
3: about this? I prefer it because um, for one of my backstory questions, uh, the, the first one is Who Changed Me? And um, I listed it as a company called GenLink um, and I feel like Benny Lincoln is absolutely the type of megamaniacal <laughs> yes. asshole who would name things after himself, absolutely. even if they're really, really evil.
2: Oh my oh,
0: god, yes. he you, really, really is. You, He's definitely the mustache twirling villain. I, I
1: know you all couldn't see Nick's face through that, but it was oh. like a kid on Christmas.
0: Yeah. Which is funny since I'm Jewish. (laughs) First night of Hanukkah.
2: First night of Hanukkah. So yeah, the first question was technically my parents once fought and thrashed person, but I figure my uh, parent once kidnapped (laughs) and uh, genetically altered, uh, Catalina works about as well. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, also, I will allow that alteration.
3: Okay. I also like the idea of, um, so like during my breakout, which I, uh, I said, uh, so I escaped from Gen Link, um, because, uh, Vigil exposed them and led a raid against them.
2: Yeah. She would have done that.
3: Um, and so, uh, I took that opportunity to like, Bust out and be like, "Fuck this! I'm free." Uh, hey, there's my one. There's my one for the episode. Um, and I, uh, I think that um, Benny, uh, like, had a like remote controlled like giant robot thing. Like maybe not giant, giant, but you know probably like like ten feet tall. You know, big robot. And I fought it, and the robot like kicked my ass. Right. So I think that not only did he not only did your dad like kidnap me and use me as a bargaining chip and turn me into like a pseudo werewolf, um, but also kicked my ass via like hilarious video game. Um, And uh, he's just like completely just like shat on my life for the last like you know, four or five years.
0: That sounds like Benny Lincoln. So, are we all in agreement that Gen Link is spelled L-I-N-C? how uh, yeah. I
2: just wrote it.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm going to change it on my sheet then because I had it with a K, but that's better.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your other relationship, just to refresh us? The other one is the only one who understands what I'm going through. I told them what part of me I wished uh was more like my parent. Uh <sighs> ooh. So uh don't all jump at once, but <sighs> who here at the table thinks they're a monster just because of who they are?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh for for our viewers, both uh Andy and I playing uh respectively the Nova and the Doomed just raised our hands. Ayo. I feel like this is
0: gonna be a recurring theme.
4: I'm oh.
3: perfect in every way.
2: <laughs> Alright, so I know this, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all well adjusted here, okay. This is
4: team baggage, all right. <laughs> we need a
2: real team name. Look, I only have baggage if I admit it, okay. <laughs> That's
1: so an so interesting thought. Who did you admit this baggage <laughs> yeah. to? Oh,
2: interesting. Dealer's um, choice here. Hmm. Um. Sure, I'll go with Layla. Yeah. Um. She told Layla this uh, under the strict confidence of um. Probably. Uh I'll go through your search history.
4: Uh. <laughs> I almost imagine <laughs>
0: Don't I,
2: tell anyone. I almost
4: imagine that this this like conversation went down, like they were kind of like really connecting. Like like get that, get that like like vulnerability shared. And then as Layla's like walking away, Betsy's like, by the way, if you ever tell anyone else t- I told you this, they'll never find you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Patsy wouldn't physically threaten anyone. <laughs> she didn't. That's just fair. Said, That's fair. She yes. just said they'll never find you. Mm. All right. All right. And do I want to go through the influence as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the, this team may be key to proving you're different from your parent, but you don't want to be defined by your peers either. Give influence to two teammates. Oh, so, so I, the better question is, who are you leaving out? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to leave out Layla. That's fine, uh, And it's probably you, just yeah. because she... I admitted it and um, feels really vulnerable uh, to Layla yeah. and is kind of just trying to keep a wall up there. Don't yeah. worry, you'll get influence real soon, I'm sure. <laughs> for, the, for the record, you can give influence of yourself
0: to anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you choose to. This is um, good to know. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else you want to go over right now? You still have, like, all, you have all this respectometer stuff yes. we got to do. Uh, so we can do that after if we want, okay, or or just in like another group discussion. We can create some villains for you to have stuff,
2: right? Because um, for the respectometer, there's six prompts, and you start with two with the scion. Yeah, um, six prompts. You start with two. But I feel like we've already been rehashing the Benny Lincoln, Golden Coyote, Sundancer, and it might be interesting to have some other figures in there. Yeah, like that's definitely what I want to do is to create some new villains that you have
0: the respect of, maybe. Uh, But we'll get into that, I think, in a little bit. I want to go over uh, Catalina's relationships and influence. Okay, well,
3: uh, I already went over the relationships earlier when I was talking about the Bull's Heart, but to, uh, just as a refresher... Uh, Betsy is my love. Uh, I've opened up to her about the worst parts of my past. And Anais is my rival. Uh, she tried to control me at a crucial moment. Um, my influence is I am selective about who I let in. I give my love and my rival influence over me, but that's it.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Neat. So that's, that's Anais and Betsy. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, so moving on. To the next bit, uh, tell us about Layla's relationships and influence, because okay. you have so, a good one to fill in.
4: Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, you do. So um, Layla has told Anais about her doom and the danger she's in, um, I, because you know Anais is you know a sweet bean and very trustworthy, but also like. I feel like 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 we've been talking about this a lot. Layla and Ennis have a lot in common. Neither of them asked for this. They both have like powers that frighten them. Uh, they um like they they both have the capacity to be extremely dist- to be extremely dist- dist- destructive. Um, but at the same time, you know. Layla is- I mean, Anais is Sunshine Incarnate, so I'm pretty sure that, like, definitely gives Layla a lot of, um, a lot of comfort and a lot of hope. Um, so, yes, she is- she is confided in Anais. Um... So here's the here's the uh, the other the other question. I, oh, I'm not totally sure of the you'd love to kiss blank before your doom comes.
2: Uh,
4: I had totally not imagined Layla as wanting to to um, get into a romantic anything with anyone after what mm-hmm. happened in her last relationship.
0: Um, just gals being pals.
2: <laughs> doesn't actually romance. <laughs> I,
4: it
0: could be a platonic kiss. it could be a, just a just a
4: just a and pals smooch. Okay, media. Well, all right galsby gals and pals if we're gonna go that way. <laughs> I mean I suppose I can't I can't do anything without making it a queer metaphor. I guess I'll just I'll, I'll just play play Layla as in the midst of trying to deal with all I, I feel like that's very human and very real of in the midst of all this suddenly realizing that she also likes girls.
3: Catalina plays guitar.
4: <laughs> right.
3: for, you know, for no reason
4: I guess, I guess, uh, I mean honestly Yeah, that actually, it actually tracks very well To have Layla be super into Catalina And not quite understand it Not quite, not quite get it She's just like, no, she just, I really admire her I really admire, like And she's so pretty She's just so pretty And definitely, and and actually has control over uh over her Well, not even, yeah she has control over her powers she has yeah. she t- she too has something inside her but it's something that she is at peace with and I think more or less more so. or less and I think that's that's something that Layla longs for in her own life so she's it's definitely like a uh
1: um
4: yeah, definitely a thing okay. of, of Catalina being someone that she right. kind of has a crush on. So you write that ish down,
0: and yeah. then we talk about your influence. Oh,
4: then influence is going to be easy because then it's just going to be uh, uh, an Ace and Catalina.
2: Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh man, oh, I poor have poor Scion. Well, we don't influence each other. It's fine. It's fine. I have influence that, over the we, whole party. We have a wall so up, okay? I have,
1: <laughs> I have influence over everyone, and everyone has influence over me. I'm sure this will end well.
4: <laughs>
0: Only
1: end well. This is good shit. I
4: actually, I actually like that Layla and Betsy have this weird thing of, like, like, that Betsy has confided in Layla. Layla's probably totally unsure of what to make of Betsy. Um, And then
0: there's this wall. And then there's this
4: wall. So they probably just kind of feel super fucking awkward. And there's my F-bomb. Hey. They're super awkward. (laughs) awkward All right. Each other. Cool.
0: So uh, the last thing we need to do now that we have all this nonsense filled out is we're going to go through and answer the actual how our team formed (sighs) questions. And the book gives us an order it wants us to go in. So we're changing it up. We're not going uh, around the table in the same order we're gonna start
2: hey.
0: we're gonna start with Catalina the bull uh, so your question is we defeated a dangerous enemy who or what was it when the team came, first came together?
3: uh so I think that we defeated um, the. I've, I've been trying to think of this, and the first thing that came to mind was the technocrat, but that feels way too similar to Benny Lincoln. Um, and I like the idea of us fighting some kind of, like, large dinosaur. Yeah. so I, I can't believe—I I was thinking the exact same thing, so I love this. So, <laughs> like, like we'll go with, like, um, the texeratops— um it's a silver age. it's absolutely a silver age uh villain um it's like a cyborg robot or a cyborg dinosaur um a cybersaur yeah a cybersaur if you will um and it's uh it's a it's a a dinosaur that is also part robot and it just occasionally like breaks out of its confinement or whatever and wrecks a lot of stuff Amazing. Is it? Is
4: it, it? It's just. It's just kind of like a, a thoughtless monster. There's no one behind the helm of this.
3: Um, I think that people can like prod it in the direction they want to go, and also like it is like half robot, so like you could probably hack it
2: or something. Okay, Beth is taking notes. Um, you, you can hack it. Good.
3: But uh, but yeah, like it's it's typically more along the lines of kind of like a force of nature. Okay. So.
1: So, in, what what about instead of tops try Cybertops. Uh, yeah, alright, I like
4: that. <laughs> try Cybertops, that's good.
0: I think the name, I think this is a fairly recent, I'm putting this in big quotes, villain? And so the <laughs> name enough. isn't quite cemented yet? If there's another Cybersaur that shows up, I think the name is gonna
2: change. Okay. No, 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 no. We just need a full suite of cybersaurs, okay? I think
4: there should absolutely be like, we, we, like the cybersaurs are a thing that, that we have to do. Oh, they're just a villain team now. The yes! Team. No, no, no,
0: okay, hold I on. Swear hold they,
1: they form together into a giant.
3: <laughs> no, 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 these are, they're cyborgs. They're not, uh, they, they won't Voltron together. Um, but no, we'll I, uh, meet. I, I think that, oh, God. Um, Whoa. I think think that uh instead there's so uh of course because it's a comic book um of course there's like dinosaurs either on a jurassic park style island or like underneath the ice caps in like antarctica or something mm. um but uh, i think that there is like a super villain who uh like has been turning normal uh, out of time dinosaurs into cyborg dinosaurs because that's like their shtick um we didn't fight that guy we fought one of the dinosaurs that that guy like let loose on the city um that has kind of become its own thing um because when you have a dinosaur that's also a cyborg um it can be its own threat
4: can i name that villain
3: uh later let's get through the rest of our uh, team first came together
0: questions i also have an idea for a name for the villain okay but... never
2: mind all
0: right uh so i love this <laughs> we have a team of cybersores uh so our nova is going next uh we destroyed our surroundings in the fight where was it and what did we destroy
1: uh, so we had discussed when we were talking about Signal City that there's sort of like an upscale district mm-hmm. called the Promontory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm thinking <laughs> this this cybersaur went like went and started causing trouble in the Promontory, and I'm not going to say that we we were worse than the dinosaur, <laughs> but we, it was definitely not a clean victory here. Mm. Uh, we we caused a lot of collateral damage in the fight, and it's one of those things where it's not like it's very unclear whether we were helping or hurting and there's probably a lot of debate and, and people talking about like oh if the like the, these idiot teens should have just left it to the real professionals and you get the other side of like no like who else would have stopped it in time like at least they showed up yeah so you yeah, have that argument but we definitely uh, we definitely smashed up a few storefronts uh, in fact I'm, I'm gonna say there's a, a big statue of gold coyote in the center of the promontory oh no that uh, oh, no. When, when Anais kind of went overboard uh, it, it was like one of those very anime moments where like traces a laser around the yeah. East square and everything explodes and just straight okay. up like bisected this oh. statue of gold coyote so you
0: just so the big thing is that you destroyed a priceless monument in the middle of town. Great. Yeah.
1: Probably like one of a kind like pink marble from Italy like bam. Okay.
0: Cool. Cool 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 cool. cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we skip a few because we're missing some playbooks. We skip down to the doomed. We paid a high cost for victory. What was it? So
4: we've been kind of talking about, like, we mentioned, you know, uh, uh, Alpine Moon getting blasted across the square became a meme. Yeet! Yeah. Yeet. Um, that happened. We, we destroyed-
3: uh, It's, it's
4: a- ARF. It's ARF! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: we're going to need a minute. I, I swear that I'm gonna bring pathos to this. I promise.
1: <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, it is. our uh,
4: Yeah. Back. Yep. So that happened, and then um, the cost like, was like, our
1: dignity. Yeah.
4: <laughs> actually, very much so, because uh, like you know, um, Alpine Moon got blasted across the square. The the monument was destroyed. I'm thinking that we basically land basically lost any semblance we had at working in the shadows we we were we were placed like smack on shock's radar shock being the superhero oversight committee um we were placed like squarely on their radar some kid some kid with an iPhone like videoed the whole thing and it went several viral kids, several yeah, iPhones yeah this thing went viral like this is like we we pretty much immediately lost any any anonymity any animi- anonymity any semblance you just wanted me to m- to make me say anonymity i mean i'm i'm not going to say no because that would be lying Yeah. Basically, we we lost any emblem of any element of surprise. Every villain knows who we are now. Mm -hmm. Every like we are we are on the superhero oversight committee's radar. Um,
0: Yeah, they're not happy about you.
4: They're not happy. Lots of news outlets are talking about us. We're getting a lot of press.
0: Everybody
1: look left, everybody look right. Everywhere you look, we're standing spotlight.
4: Basically, basically that. Our high, the high price that we lost was our um basically our shield, our 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 shadows that we could yep. work in. Sure.
0: Okay. Cool. I like that a lot. Uh and then last we have our question from the scion, which I actually need to reference on mm-hmm. here. Uh, When our team first came together, someone important learned about my lineage and condemned us all. Who Mm. and why?
1: I'm pretty sure I softballed this one (laughs) to you. I had you softballed
2: this one to me.
1: It's cool. Go.
2: Okay. So, um, toward the end of this big fight where, uh, we're wrecking the city Mm -hmm. and getting our butts handed to us, but coming out mostly on top, um the news starts picking it up and uh Betsy's father Betty Lincoln has uh basically outed her and the whole team's been tied to um this runaway kid who is the child of this very questionable figure
4: and to clarify he he not he not only outed you he used your your name he he yeah. outed your secret identity okay
0: another question uh huh did he just dox you or did he dox other members of the team?
1: So I I will say for for Anais, it has been impossible to have to, to like actually hide Because it's one of those, like, when she starts doing her thing, oh, yeah, there's only one kid who explodes into magic from time to time.
0: I don't think you're the only kid that explodes into magic, (laughs) but you're definitely one of the stronger ones that explodes into magic. And explodes
4: into magic visibly.
0: Yeah, like, Signal's a big city, there's heroes everywhere. You're not the only kid that explodes into magic. Fair enough. I
1: just imagine she was probably very distinctive in the first place, to the point that no one had to dox her. Hmm.
0: Maybe There's definitely a level of doxing that can still happen for okay. you The game kind of assumes That you mostly have a secret identity Okay, so maybe it's just Betsy It might just be Betsy yeah. um, um, If someone else wants to have been doxed I'm happy with yeah, it it. it
4: could be, in addition to Betsy It could be Alpine Moon Because Alpine Moon was part of uh, Genlink. So it's possible he, he, I mean, not even possible, but probable he has her file.
3: I would actually prefer, if at least to start, that Catalina has been able to largely maintain her secret identity because mm-hmm. uh, she very, they, she looks very different between her civilian and superhero forms, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of them, she's a 16 year old girl. Uh, teenage girl and another one she's like a seven foot tall bipedal like wolf (laughs) person um and uh i will be doing a i'll be doing my best to probably sound different
0: um It also makes sense that Benny Lincoln would not want to to draw attention to to this company
4: that he owns. That he named after himself. That he named after (laughs) himself.
1: Yeah, I I, I would love to say that Anais was doxed at this point, though. Just to drag that, like, getting more and more attention and trying to deal with it and being very shy. I think that serves that narrative. Yeah,
2: that's fine. just Betsy and Anais... So the mm, okay, fi- yeah. the let, final let, let big image on or Layla, do you I want to mean, be included?
4: It depends on how in Benny Lincoln's pocket the curators are.
0: Uh, TBD. TBD. <clears throat> you don't know. I
4: don't know. Um, uh, it's possible. It's possible that tacked tacked on the end. Nah, not nah, probably not. Uh, honestly, probably not.
0: It also. The question also specifically asks how that this condemned us all. So explain how – obviously doxing is terrible. Please explain to me part of the ramifications of how this has condemned you all. What is the big bad news bears that this has caused for you?
2: The big bad news bears is Betsy has brought together this team – of uncontrollable heroes that are just causing collateral damage, and um, so there's no respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no anonymity.
0: Mm-hmm. You have lost all goodwill for the city by destroying the big monument in the middle yeah. of the promontory.
1: So, uh, do, do we want to actually draw a line and say there is no respect from like the previous generations? Because the world we've generated is very like has that line between the stars hmm. and the stripes.
0: I feel like. Right now, the image I'm getting is if you're a boomer or older, <laughs>
4: right.
0: you you really hate this
2: team. Yeah. yeah.
0: Whereas the millennials are like, eh, team funny. <laughs> or...
4: Yeah. I mean, look at the optics of this team. You've got literally, you know... The, the daughter of a billionaire in, you know, in, like, clearly, clearly dressing up and doing... What is essentially vigilante work, because she's, you know, she's, she's, she's low, she's like the Robin-like character. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, essentially doing vigilante work with a witch, a demon, and a werewolf. (laughs) Look at the optics on that. This is such
0: a spoop team. It's, (laughs) it's a
4: very spoop team, and, like, so you've got, like, yeah, you've got, like, the, the, um the the boomers being like oh these these kids they're just you know running around all night like you know mm-hmm. s- worshiping Satan and doing hero work and mm-hmm. <laughs> and um God, I bet satan- they play D
0: too yeah. <laughs> oh. it's the super satanic panic
4: yeah and like and then and then you've got like the millennials that are like nah, they're kind of cool and then Gen Z is like arf <laughs> <laughs>
0: that the meme for Super Gen Z is just super strong friends yeeting their super durable f- other friends <laughs> just as far as they can yeah
3: yelling arf
0: yelling arf <laughs> like this is definitely the planking of this
2: universe oh hell yeah some kid has made a rage game that's just like get your bu- button combination perfect and you can launch your friend your werewolf oh friend. definitely absolutely <laughs> either
1: that or one of those like toss the turtle esque yeah. games where yep. it's just throwing yeah. alpine moon yeah uh, (laughs) For
3: anybody who might be listening who was born after the year 2005, these were uh, (laughs) games that you could play on the internet for free uh, using a program that doesn't really exist anymore called Flash.
2: (laughs) 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 All right,
1: kids. Enjoy your your bout of cyber (laughs) archaeology.
0: All right. Uh, So that answers all of the character creation questions. I'm pretty happy with this team with no anonymity no respect <laughs> from half the population. Of yeah, Planet. I, actually, can, can I change teams now? <laughs> nah, you're locked oh. in. Oh, you're
1: you're locked, locked in, kid. Even if you went somewhere else, you know the internet would never let you forget. <laughs> yep.
4: We should actually now name this team. Uh, I would like to
0: do that. Um, we still have to uh, finish filling in the respectometer mm-hmm. uh for Marie. So we're going to generate a couple of he- supervillains, I think. And then we're gonna, yeah, name the team.
3: Yeah, it doesn't have to be villains, right? It's just people in general. I think it, it
0: villains, you, you're like villains, because you're like a villain's kid. I think it assumes villains.
2: Um, sort of. I mean, the, the questions are more your parents' greatest enemy, your parents' greatest victim... Your personal idol, idol, the city's greatest leader, the city's greatest hero, and the city's biggest celebrity. I feel like I could have a lot Ooh. of fun with that last one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Can we have, like, a J.
1: Jonah Jameson? Wait, wait, wait. Who <laughs> was that? Uh, let me reference our world-building document, because we had a guy for this. We had a shock jock, didn't we? Oh, we we did have a shock jock, yes, but we, we also had uh, the meta report yeah okay. the, the meta report was was that um let me let
0: me i don't do think we named grief. that guy
4: oh uh, we did maddie houlihan
0: oh maddie houlihan maddie oh, that's yes. right maddie in the morning that yes. was it
4: i'm All pretty right. sure that's an actual thing yeah
3: that's that's uh this has no relation to the uh boston area uh morning um radio show literally called maddie in the morning on uh on an actual real-world radio channel.
2: All right, so I'm thinking City's biggest celebrity, Maddie Hulhan, even if there's other big celebrities in town. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I dig it.
2: Cool. Yeah. Like, he's
0: definitely the biggest... Even if he's not the biggest one in town, he's the one that matters for our
2: purposes right now. Right, right. So... It fills out the question. Yeah. Okay, so... And... Let's see. Uh, Either leader or my personal idol. Um... So we could we don't
0: think I don't think we have like the city's mayor or like heads of the major government organizations like shock or anything we like that.
4: A, we do have a character that is the head of shock. Uh we do? Danica Fox. All oh, right, you I did remember come. because I named these characters. Named <laughs> these characters. <laughs> I,
0: I know my own setting, you guys. I'm I'm a great GM. Um, I Let agree. I put
2: Danica Fox so do in I. as a leader. Um, she definitely is a leader. Okay. I'm oh, going yeah. um, to put her in there.
0: Yeah. She probably doesn't like you.
2: Oh, uh, none of these will. <laughs> That's why I got to earn their respect. Yeah. On the respectometer. The respectometer. You the get to island. choose two now? Uh, yes. Write down the names of two... Of at least two other characters who respect you Oh, at least Whose respect you need to earn In order to differentiate yourself from your parent Oh, okay (laughs) Uh, What are
0: they? Are there any others that you would like to fill in Hmm. right now?
2: Um,
3: Sundancer Sundancer Sundancer
0: Sundancer. I don't know which one you want
2: to fill them in as Uh, but Parents, Greatest Enemies Yeah, Sundancer Sundancer. Oh,
3: snap, heck
2: yeah Yeah, absolutely Yep and I don't want to just put Golden Coyote in as my no. personal
1: idol. No. Um, now we've we've blown up enough of right,
2: Golden Coyotes. Right, right. Uh, we need to come up somewhere over the course of this campaign, I'm going to fill this in with some hero that um, Betsy's just going to fangirl all over. Yeah. And that's going to be my personal idol. Okay. Cool. Uh, we're going to, okay. the GM will remember that. Probably not, but that's okay. Uh,
1: would, would you like me to reference our list of hero names so you can just grab one off of there? Yes. Okay, you keep talking. I will find that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know if we have anything else to say.
0: Uh, uh, you... I, is there anything else that anyone wants to bring forth as like an outstanding question or something that they've had in the back of their mind tonight?
4: I think the only thing I have, because there was one thing I skipped by accident. Oh, um, how dare. Yeah, this is part of my sanctuary. I, I mentioned that I mentioned its, its features. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I forgot to talk about its downsides I okay. need to pick two downsides One I've chosen is location known to many because okay. it is a curator vault sure uh her parents know where it is most of the curators know where it is Shock absolutely knows where it is okay uh, especially after the after what happened yeah um uh, but I haven't picked a second downside.
2: may um, I see your playbook yes. Can you pick, can you nominate one? Because it could be, like, really small hot water tank. No, so
3: I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking from the list that I was looking over your shoulder, I like the idea that it attracts dangerous attention. I also like
4: that. Oh, yeah, that. I mean, it does have a lot of magical items in it, Exactly.
0: So... You have this tuning fork that <laughs> Yeah. established.
4: It's yeah. yeah. crazy. okay, yeah, uh draws dangerous attention draws absolutely. dangerous attention makes a
0: lot of sense we talked a little earlier before the uh, recording started and you didn't want it to be easily attacked or anything like that yes so we're avoiding that and then the other one on there I don't think particularly applies to being intrinsically tied to your doom yeah so I think the uh, attracts dangerous attention is probably yes. your
2: best second bet
4: thank you for helping me uh hammer that detail out right now
2: yep so uh, question where's? Where's our base? That's a really good would, question.
4: So I I super would love, and this this doesn't have to be what it actually is. I would not mind Layla just being like, sure, stay with me in the sanctum. Awesome. Like, I, I wouldn't because it is a house. It is a livable house. She would have needed to clean it up because she and her parents haven't lived in it for years. You imagine, like, she gets in there at first and there's dust cloths over everything. Oh, yeah,
1: you, you know Anais is going to Disney princess this oh, and, and put on an apron spend some time mopping floors and dusting shelves.
0: With
4: a cute little kerchief
0: I her have hair. the song from Enchanted stuck in my head now. Thank you. You're
1: welcome.
2: <laughs> so Betsy's taken over the basement as her space, and she's actually taken a door that's been removed from its hinges and has put it over some boxes <laughs> as a makeshift table.
4: Yeah, um...
2: Cause we don't have IKEA money. We, yeah, we do not have <laughs> Ikea money. Don't, My don't, credit I,
4: card's canceled. Yeah, I absolutely imagine that when when the team first met to take down this what did we call it? Tricybertops. Uh or
0: yeah.
1: Or the Tech Ceratops. And
0: we have two names that I, I haven't decided which one I like better. I think
1: forums are still arguing about
0: it <laughs> yeah. to this day. Yes.
4: Yeah. Um
0: Cause this is this is definitely not the official designation.
4: Yeah, I'm sure that, um Like I feel like for for Layla, falling in with this team would have been like total happenstance. I imagine in the time between getting possessed and meeting the team, she was just kind of in a depression cave in this house, constantly getting, like, tormented by this demon in her head. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um probably you like wake
0: up one morning and there's like blood dripping down the walls. It definitely wasn't there when you went to bed.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, start sleeping in the null room permanently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. Yeah. Um and so like I imagine almost like just by by happenstance, maybe this happened to be the day she she decided to like actually go down to the corner store and buy more ramen or something. Um like just happened to by happenstance, like run into Anais or like
1: Okay. So, so we do do we want to do it as like just ran into like Anise or whatever, or is this like went to the corner store for ramen and the tri-Cybertops is raging through the promontory? I
0: think I do want to do tri-cybertops because I think the quote unquote leader of the cybersaurs is the Technosaurus Rex. Yes. 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 Clearly. yes. Clearly. Absolutely. Clearly. I
1: love yes.
4: it. Yes. She literally walked out of walked out of uh this house to go buy more ramen at the corner store. Um Saw, saw this happening, went to turn around to just go home and then probably like either Catalina or Betsy, like somehow, I don't know, somehow one of them like pointed at her and was like, you're going to help us.
3: I think, um, so I think maybe to make your character slightly more heroic, um, I think we get the, so in the, in the, uh, the like issue that is the team coming together, I think that, um, that's also the issue where we get, um, the, uh, infamous ARF. Um, (laughs) clearly! Is that issue zero or issue one? Uh, it would be issue zero, I think. Okay. Um, so I think that, uh, that when, um, Alpine Moon gets, like, launched, you know, three blocks over... Um, she like landed in, into the
1: convenience store. <laughs> yeah, I
3: think. Well, I think or I think she landed at uh, Lilith's feet,
1: okay. and Lilith was mm-hmm. like, "Oh
3: my god, I need to help." Um, I or at the like very that.
1: least, like, "Uh, you okay, buddy?" Yeah,
3: because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I don't think that anybody would have been able to just look at you and be like, "Oh, you're definitely a hero," unless you were like yeah. in a hero ghetto. Okay,
4: I I just I'm just not sure how I'm going to get this. You know. Person who... Th- I'm, I'm struggling with the... my char- I'm not reluctant. My character's reluctant.
0: Okay. Um. So my game assumes that you are doing hero things for hero reasons. We can just say you did a hero thing for a hero reason. And you were like, this is a terrible plan, but I'm doing it anyway.
4: Okay, yeah. So basically... Yeah, okay. She she gets... Or for more comedic purposes, Alpine Moon could have landed on her.
1: Yeah, that could work. Or so I, th- I just think... I don't, I don't okay, think so. I, I love shit. the mental image of like... Layla's standing there With this plastic bag Of like ramen And junk food Yeah As Alpine Moon Comes crashing Through the wall Michelle <laughs> just lands In front of her She's got this Like survivor. Right. Uh <laughs> Yeah okay Yeah
0: I'm also picturing Some comment about it. Is that chicken ramen? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes <laughs> Yes It is chicken ramen Um But like cool. So yeah. Okay so So basically She gets roped into this Yep Doesn't want to admit it, but kind of gets hooked Um, definitely like Kind of maybe sees an opportunity to do Something decent with Her new powers And, uh, Probably just can't can't say no to Anaïs's adorable face and is like, oh okay, just you know what, just all of you come back to my place. And then place. we all go to
0: the promontory and we destroy a statue yeah. and get doxed on live TV and it's great.
1: Yeah. I, I guess I believe yeah. that uh, that uh, the reason Anaïs met Betsy in the first place is Betsy tried to like evacuate her like a civilian, oh, like yes. oh look at this shy little <laughs> nerd girl in the corner, like you gotta get out of here, and, and Anaïs like. Oh, that's great! Did you notice a dinosaur? I'm just gonna do a shield. It's fine. It's fine. Yep.
4: Yeah. Okay.
3: And I think that um, prior to the what do we say the the cyber tops prior to that, I feel like um, I feel like uh, Vigil and Alpine Moon probably worked t- together a little bit because I think that Vigil's probably been at this the longest out of all four of us. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, and after Alpine Moon broke out of um. Uh, what did we say Gen uh, link, uh, Jen link. Um, after she broke out of Genlink uh, I think that she was like, oh well, I'm gonna help out this person now because like she's really cool and helped me like no longer be a weird super soldier
2: neat Ooh.
4: I was sorry I'm still still thinking about sure. you know kicking kicking Layla's ass into this
0: conflict. Um, that's fine uh, we can do that later. It is uh, approaching the time where I want to go get ice cream.
1: Ice cream is important. Okay. Ice, Ice cream is real is important. important.
4: I'll just, I'll just say simply that I love the idea that maybe she wasn't going to, and the demon said to her, like, "What kind of person are you? You're going to let that happen." <laughs> <laughs> the demon's like your best life coach. He's like, "You got to go help these people. <laughs> even, you gotta, not even you gotta <clears throat> go help these people. But oh, you'll be, you'll, you're like basically says." Oh, you're halfway there already. I don't need to corrupt you at all. You're you're selfish. And mm-hmm. she's like, "Okay, I'll show you." And turns around and goes to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The
3: the other idea that I had is that you said that the demon can like take over her body basically at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe when she's doing heroic stuff, she's able to like resist it a whole lot easier.
1: Like Ooh, I like that. Like, like, I with the, do with like that, that virtue. Yeah, like, like, like the
3: more heroing that she does, the easier it is for her to like maintain control, like physically of herself.
4: I like that idea um, a lot because then you. it
3: because like otherwise, technically, like the demon could just in the middle of us like saving the day could just be like, and you know, I'm gonna ruin your life now by just causing you to not you know save your friends yeah. or whatever. So this yeah. way, as long as you're doing hero stuff, you're able to like keep ooh. control of yourself.
4: Ooh, I like that. Like, ooh, maybe the de- the demon isn't even like encouraging her. He's just like walk away walk away oh yeah yeah, self- the de- yeah yeah you're selfish you don't want it you don't want yeah, to deal with this. you're e- you'll be yeah. you're easy to corrupt like this team
0: has got to learn some better reverse psychology but yes but yeah. and yeah. then we
1: came together <laughs> we defeated the tricybertops and you know blew up the promontory it's fine it's <laughs> fine yeah it's yeah.
0: it's fine we're definitely not being sued by the city
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're totally being sued by the city i don't this think is you are the city's insured
0: is a minor
4: Honestly, I, the city's probably got like six of these in reserve. It probably happens every year. I at some point, we're going to need to talk about superhero insurance. <laughs> uh, not tonight, though, because tonight
0: we're getting ice cream, so yeah. I'm cutting us off. Um, so this is, oh, we still need to name the team. We'll name the team later. We'll add in a uh, voice stab at the end of this or something. If, the, if um, our listeners
4: want to suggest team names. And
0: podcast
1: names. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll have one by the time this comes out.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Reroll Play. This episode you heard us play Masks, A New Generation, which was created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. It was game mastered by me, Nick, and the players you heard were Artemis as Alpine Moon, Laura as Lilith, Andy as Grimoire, and Marie as Vigil. Our sound editing was done by Andy.
1: The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Reroll Play Podcast or on Twitter at SignalCity for regular updates as our adventures continue.
0: Okay, we're going to get some ice cream, but we hope you'll join us around the table again soon.